Hello, 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 and welcome back, y'all, to another episode on the Eradical Relationship Podcast. Hope y'all have been doing well. This podcast is a continuation of last week, and it's for the girlies who are feeling like their relationship with God has been giving seesaw, (laughs) okay? It's for those who will get on track and then get knocked off and then get on track and then get knocked off. And so if you feel like you're always trying to go your own route instead of actually listening or following his signs, then listen up. Okay, (laughs) this episode is for you. Are you feeling like it's finally time to break free from trauma and the drama of a past relationship? Do you find yourself searching for scriptures and sermons for ways to heal from past pain and forgive those who gave it? Are you hoping that someday you'll finally have the clarity you need to move on with your life? Well, you have found the right place. In this podcast, you're going to find clarity, sis. You're going to gain confidence. You're going to find new strength. And that's all going to be done through scripture, tips, resources, and coaching so that you can start to live a more fulfilling life. Grab your journal, sis. Let's get to work. One of the reasons I chose to go the route of doing Christian life coaching is because I believe that anything that is built without Christ as the foundation is useless. The Bible tells us in Psalm 127, one that unless the Lord builds the house, then the builders labor in vain. And I don't want to spend any amount of time doing any work that's going to be in vain. Okay. And you shouldn't either. And so as we explore this topic today and how to get off the seesaw with God, I want you to consider what does it look like to get serious about doing the real work? And I want to invite you into a coaching relationship. You see, coaching is a really effective means of discipling and discipling is simply teaching you how to look like Jesus in your everyday life, how to move like Christ. It helps us to uproot the operating systems that don't align with God's design and replace them with the operating systems that produce real fruit in our lives. Do you want that? Do you want that? If so, head on over to eradicalrelationship.com backslash coaching and book a free discovery call and let's see where the spirit leads. Now, let's get into it. So, If you've heard my testimony, then you know, I was a churched girly who grew up knowing the Lord with head knowledge, but not truly having Jesus as Lord of my life. So you've probably heard me say time and time again, I grew up Christian, but Jesus wasn't really Lord of my life until 2014 when I made the decision to get rebaptized, right? But there was this phase where I wasn't always completely aware of the fact that I truly wasn't living as a Christian. When I was in college living my best sinful life, you know, there came a time when things started to nag at my conscience. And I mentioned in last week's episode that this was really tied with to a seasonal shift that was happening in my life with that coming to an end. I kept having this sense of, you know, better. This ain't right. Your grandma taught you better than this, you know? And so if you are in this up and down phase with God, maybe you're feeling some of that too. Maybe you're feeling some of that nag and that tug 
and perhaps you have some things going on in your life that you know um, don't align with the word of God or somebody and told you, you know, that ain't right. If you're feeling that nudge from the spirit, I want to encourage you that that's an indication that he's pursuing you and he wants more of you. I want to encourage you that this is a good thing. It's a good thing to be feeling this way because that means that your conscience is in tune. It's a dangerous thing when God turns you over to your destructive ways. And we uh, see that a little bit in Romans one, when the Bible talks about this sort of, um, this, um, of, of this turning you over to your evil ways by God. And so be encouraged, sis, be encouraged, bro. If you're feeling this way, that there's hope because your conscience is still sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So let's get into some um, tips here. I'm going to give you four tips based on my own experience for how to practically walk this out. If you missed the last episode, you want to go back and check that out for um, to get some of those scriptures that we want to ground ourselves in around being true disciples of Christ and then come back here for the actual practicals. So first things first, for me, it took walking away from the things that I just absolutely knew didn't align with his word, like my romantic relationship. This was the biggest thing for me, premarital sex. I also had to give up getting drunk and, and, and partying right? Um, smoking weed, had to give that up. Environments that were displeasing to the Lord. Now, I wasn't always perfect. In fact, in the next episode, I'm probably going to get into a little bit of story time around that one time that I just had to get it out my system one last time. <laughs> Ghetto, okay? But the point is, the first step was choosing to walk away from the things that did not serve me. Okay, that did not help me move closer to God. So let it go, sis. Let it go, bro. Whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a certain habit, whatever that thing is that's coming to mind for you right now, chalk it, chalk it. Second, I started to pray for the Lord to make me real. So this is when I actually start moving towards the Lord. So I made a decision to turn away. So that's one. Now I don't just turn. I start to move towards him. I started to read devotionals. I started to watch more sermons on YouTube. I started to pay attention to the behaviors of Christians I admired. And I allowed those things to really shape my prayers. Side note. For my, for my Christians out there, this is why it's so important to move righteously because you never know who is watching you as an example of what Christlikeness is supposed to look like. Okay, so let me hop back to my people on the other end of the spectrum. So think about that. What does it look like to start to actively move towards Christ and now replace those things that you just let go of with the things that are actually going to be more conducive to your walk with God? And this is true no matter what phase we're in, because as we get comfortable, we can just easily get distracted. We can just get into the groove of life and not be as intentional about spending that time with the Lord or reading the Bible and, and um, pursuing him in that way. Right. So let's just do an assessment here. How can I be actively moving towards God and answering his call towards me? The third tip is be teachable. I was open to women sitting down, studying the Bible with me and correcting me based on scripture. 
I had to be willing to confront a lot of things. I had to confront my behaviors. I had to confront my theology. I had to assess my relationship with God. I literally had to look at everything through this new lens of scripture and be open to what needed to pivot based on what God was showing me. I'm still learning this in my walk now as I mature more as a disciple of Christ. I'm learning how to still be teachable and open to things that I hadn't previously embraced. I'm learning to be curious again and more open-minded and to explore scripture around different topics to develop my convictions. So this never ends. It just the the topics and the things that you begin to explore just look different as you mature. And then my last tip is getting into community, 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 walking this narrow road, which is a scripture we looked at in the last podcast episode alongside others is critical to your making it to heaven. You need others. The scripture scripture speaks to how we all make up different parts of the body and what we bring to the body is so needed. You need others for encouragement. You need others for accountability. You need the gifts that God has placed in orders in order to spur you on and vice versa. We need all those things from you, which is why we need you to tap in. You need people who get it. You need people who are going to help you see clearly. You need people who are going to speak truth. You need people whose company you can enjoy and trust. And you don't have to worry about if they're going to be tempting you to get into the wrong things. Hello. You need people. And if you don't think you need people, you are in really dangerous territory. If you're trying to do this thing by yourself, you're in really dangerous territory. If you're on that edge of thinking, "Mm, maybe I don't need church after all. It ain't that deep. You're in dangerous territory, sis. You're in dangerous territory, bro. If you sitting back and you just waiting for people to come to you because you've been hurt, you're in dangerous territory. Get in some community. Satan would love nothing more than to have you isolated. Do you hear me? It is not of God. It is a a, um, scheme from Satan himself. Don't be fooled. Don't let him play you. Okay. Get into some community. So those are got on a little bit of a tangent there because I felt that in my shanana, as my friends would say. So (laughs) those are four tips. If you are struggling with consistency in your relationship with God, one, walk away from the thing Two, pray and seek God, invite him in, move towards him. Three, be open to what he's going to show you and be willing to change. And four, get into community because ain't no way around it. All right, y'all. Until next time, I'm out. Hey, girl, hey. If you enjoyed today's episode, sis, chances are there are other women just like you who would enjoy it too but they won't know about it unless we actually tell them, okay? So if you don't mind helping me spread the word, will you take 30 seconds to leave a review of the show and then screenshot this episode and share it with your friends wherever you like to hang out? It really would mean so much to me. All right, go and review those journal notes. I'll meet you back here next week for another session.